0: Welcome into Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, we're going to start by talking out, uh, talking about why the Philadelphia Phillies—they still have plenty of time to right the ship. We'll preview the series with the Boston Red Sox that starts tonight, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about a weekend matchup with Boston for the ages here in Philadelphia. All of that on today's Locked On Phillies. locked on Phillies your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Yes, this is Locked on Phillies. I'm your host, Connor Thomas, second year hosting uh, Locked on Phillies. So happy to be here with you again for another episode. I want to thank you very much for uh, making Locked on Phillies uh, listen for you every single day. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So go ahead and uh, check us out. Uh, check us out on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, all that good stuff. you know how to find lock on Phillies and uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the youtube it'll help you get the content uh more efficiently because it will notify you when you uh go ahead and see new episodes posted so uh, hit that subscribe button for me really helps me out costs you nothing helps your uh, listening or viewing experience uh, a bunch so go ahead and do that for me if you will let's jump into the episode uh, and we're going to talk about the series that starts with Boston tonight of course the Philadelphia Phillies take on the Boston Red Sox tonight at 7:05 p.m. eastern standard time uh, if you go to the SiriusXM app you can hear every pitch of the Philadelphia Phillies hometown broadcast so just go to the SXM app and search Phillies and you'll be able to go ahead and hear that so go ahead and check that out and we're going to talk a little bit more later about why you probably want to listen to this game as opposed to watching it we'll, we'll discuss that I'm sure if you're a Philadelphia sports fan you already know why but we'll get into a little bit of the conversation there now let's start though with a discussion about where the Philadelphia Phillies are at in the season. I know, it was a tough road trip in Los Angeles. Yes, it hasn't been an ideal start to the Philadelphia Phillies season. I get all these things. Uh, You're not wrong in any of them. I mean, the Phillies are 15-17. and They're two games below 500 on May 5th. It's Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, by the way. Uh, But two games under 500 is not something to be happy about for the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's put it in perspective. So yesterday was May 4th. May 4th last year. Do you understand what happened on May 4th last year for the Philadelphia Phillies? You may have seen it floating around out there on social media. Uh, You may have seen a video uh, this time last year, this, that, and the other thing. But in case you haven't, May 4th last year, which was yesterday, was the Kyle Schwarber ejection with Angel Hernandez where he spikes the bat and he's screaming at him and he's saying, you've been bad for them and you've been bad for us and you've been bad for everybody. You're just terrible at your job. You should never be able to work in major league baseball again. And he was right to be ejected like that. And then Joe Girardi sidles out and doesn't even get tossed. But uh, the bottom line is that was the Kyle Schwarber ejection day yesterday. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think about the Kyle Schwarber ejection, I think about it being very, very early on in the Philadelphia Phillies season. I mean, Girardi was still here. And the Phillies were still uh, in a very rough spot, and they ended up figuring it out and making the postseason as a wildcard team and winning 87 games and all that stuff. And it took them a little bit longer than just that game to figure it out. I mean, it's still a little bit until Joe Girardi uh, was fired last year until we get to that milestone. There's so much more time to go in the season. And the Philadelphia Phillies are already in a better spot than that team was in. I think we trust the manager more than we trust Joe Girardi, right? Makes sense. Rob Thompson led him to the World Series last year. Uh, Joe Girardi never did that. So, yeah, Rob Thompson's earned more of your trust. I think we trust the roster more than we trust the team last year. I think we trust the rotation or the names in the rotation when they're healthy more than last year. I think we trust the bullpen more than last year. Are, are all these parts of the team playing well right now? No, they're not. I mean, the lineup's doing okay. The bullpen uh, has been really, really good at points. At some points, they're just average. At some points, they've been bad. And the rotation has been flat out not good uh, so far this year. Not good enough. Outside of a handful of starts, they haven't been good enough. But that's just that was a reminder to me. When I saw that the Kyle Schwarber rejection was just a year ago yesterday, that there's still so much time for this team to even turn it around. And then once they turn it around, there's so much time to play as a better version of the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, they got Bryce Harper back. Last year, uh, that month that Bryce Harper missed, well, that was later on in the season. They had to go ahead and combat that, that month and change. And they also lost Gene Segura for some time and Alec Boehm for a little bit of time. And it was just like there were bigger injuries later on in the season for the Philadelphia Phillies than what has happened this year where they – had the injuries over the past month or so, and now they're starting to get guys back and maybe they'll be healthy the rest of the way. And uh, they compiled all their bad times into one this year. They uh, kind of streamlined the bad times into one month, got all the injuries out of the way, got the struggles out of the way, and now they can just hit the ground running for the rest of May and the rest of uh, the season. But, my point in bringing that up is I, I know people don't feel good about the Philadelphia Phillies right now. I know they just had an all-time bad series against the Dodgers as far as runs given up and everything like that. You can wipe that. Put that behind you. It's just one series. It was just three games. It's okay. They're going to be fine. But keep in mind where they were at this point last year. And now in a, in a month, that point becomes moot. Because you say, well, they've already started to turn it around by this point in when we're on June 5th. And I'll say, yeah, you're right. They they did. If the Phillies are still struggling on June 5th this year, we got a whole different conversation to have. But right now, there's still some time over the next couple of weeks to write the ship and figure it out. And The schedule isn't getting much easier uh, this month, but it's not really going to be that hard stretch of Houston and the Dodgers back to back. So uh, the Phillies can work that all out. And we're all looking towards the first matchups with the Braves and the Mets that'll come at the end of the month as we turn the calendar over to June. So that's when the Phillies need to really get right by, but in between now and then there aren't really too many huge series that you need to have circled on your calendar. So uh, get Bryce Harper worked back in, get Ranger Suarez hopefully back this week, work through all that stuff and get to a point where you can turn the season around even before when the season was turned around last year. So That's just my point in bringing this up early is that the Philadelphia Phillies took longer last year to turn around than where they're at right now. They still have time. It's not panic button time yet. It might feel like it because the expectations are higher this year than they were last year, but don't worry. Don't start freaking out on me. The Philadelphia Phillies are going to be just fine. And they have plenty of time to turn it around. And the point, again, I'm using to hammer that home is that Kyle Schwarber, the ejection against Angel Hernandez that feels like it was super early in last year's season, it was just yesterday when we talk about a year ago. So it tells you where we're at in the season and how much time still to come. Everyone take a deep breath. And let's uh, turn our focus to the series with the Boston Red Sox, which we'll preview next as we continue today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors. And uh, today, it's Rocket Money. So here's the thing. Have you ever discovered any subscriptions that you forgot about? Have you ever been, like, scrolling through your phone or scrolling through your bank account and said... Hey, here's, I don't know, some food service that you forgot you were paying for. Hey, here's some the seventh streaming service that you have. And you're like, I haven't watched a movie on that platform since 2012. And you're going through and you're saying, man, what is all the stuff I'm paying for? Where does all my money go? Well, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Like that Starz app just to watch one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used. Uh, Rocket Money will quickly quickly, quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. You don't have to go through the trouble. It's so hard these days to even unsubscribe to some stupid email chain. Much less cancel a whole subscription because they don't want you to go. They want to take your money. Rocket Money wants to help you keep your money in your pocket. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Let's say, oh, you got these $10 coming out a month. Uh, that's a lot for a subscription for this, that, or the other thing. Go ahead and look into that. It'll help you out. So over three million people have already used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to seven hundred and twenty dollars a year. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. All right, let's preview this series with the Philadelphia Phillies taking on the Boston Red Sox at Citizens Bank Park. First game of the series is tonight at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can hear every pitch of that opening series game. Wheeler on the mound, going to be a great one. On the SiriusXM app, just go ahead and you can hear the whole Phillies uh, hometown broadcast on there. Go to the SXM app, just search Phillies, and you'll go ahead and you'll be able to get that broadcast. Uh, Again, I'll tell you in the final segment why it's better to listen to tonight's game than watch it. Uh, or why you might need to not necessarily better, but why you might need to. But that's why the SXM app, the Serious XM app, plays in huge. But let's go through these games. So, first, let's start with the pitching matchups. Zach Wheeler takes on Chris Sale tonight. That's an awesome pitching matchup. You're not going to want to miss that game. Funny enough, the Phillies are given a 54.7% chance to win tonight. Uh, 45.3% chance for the Boston Red Sox. We'll dive into the lineups and everything for game one in a second, but I want to give you the pitching matchups for the series first so that we have an idea of the landscape of the series. Game two, it's going to be Bailey Falter versus Corey Kluber. You might hear the name Corey Kluber and think, uh-oh, Chris Sale, Corey Kluber, tough pitching matchups. Kluber hasn't been the same old Kluber for a while now, so I wouldn't be overly concerned about that game. The one that you're looking at that's uh, going to be a little tough is Tanner Houck against Taiwan Walker, and Taiwan Walker we just talked about has not been good, uh, so he'll need to bounce back. That is the Sunday 1.35 p.m. game against the Boston Red Sox, so something to keep an eye on there. But, yeah, the Phillies go with Wheeler, Falter, Walker in this series, um, and that just sounds good, Wheeler, Falter, Walker. Uh, it sounds like Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy or something like that. But uh, no, good pitching matchups for the Philadelphia Phillies. Nothing where they should be totally outmatched. And uh, the ESPN analytics um, have them as all pretty tight games. Now let's go back to tonight's setup, and we'll talk through the lineups. First of all, the Phillies lineup is out. Kyle Schwarber, again, is batting leadoff. I don't like it. I don't get why Trey Turner isn't. Whatever. Rob Thompson better be right. You better have this correct because it doesn't seem sensical to put Kyle Schwarber in the leadoff spot when you have Trey Turner or Bryson Stott available. But anyway, Schwarber's going to bat leadoff. Turner's going to bat second place shortstop. Harper DH bat third. Castellanos, right field cleanup. Romuto, catching, uh, batting fifth. Alec Boehm batting sixth, playing first base. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Josh Harrison's playing second base. So no Bryson Stott against Chris Sale. I guess just a regular off night bryson stott so that makes sense why shorber i'd rather have turner bat lead off but i get it more when stott is out uh edmundo Sosa is going to play third he could certainly use a uh a good defensive night he's going to bat eighth and then dalton guthrie is going to play center field so you have brandon marsh with a day off you have bryson stott with a day off and yet still the philadelphia phillies have a 54.7 percent chance to win tonight's game against chris sale with two of their best hitters out of the lineup that's weird to me but The Phillies could really use this game, and Wheeler's been good as of late, so hopefully Wheeler will hold it together. Careers versus Chris Sale. Nick Castellanos and Josh Harrison are the only players in this lineup who have seen him. Uh, Castellanos is 6 for 39, 154 career average against Chris Sale. Not good. And Josh Harrison's 1 for 4, batting 250, not a huge sample size there. The Boston lineup, Tapia, Yoshida, who was really hot to start the year out there in left field. Uh, Turner DHing. Uh, Yes, that's Justin Turner. Uh, Rafael Devers is going to back clean up and play third base. Duran, Duran, why did I say Duran? Duran is going to play center field. Hernandez at shortstop. Tristan Casas is going to play first base. Valdez at second base. And Wong at catcher for the Red Sox in tonight's matchup. Tapia has seen Wheeler five times. He's two for five. Uh, That's 400 against him. Turner's four for eight, 500. Devers is 0 for three. One appearance and uh, Enrique Kike Hernandez uh, is looking at a lifetime average against Zach Wheeler of 250, uh, three and 12. So I don't know, a little bit of familiar, familiarity with Wheeler, but not too much. Not looking at anything too crazy. Looking at the averages though for the Red Sox lineup, is batting 235, Yoshida's batting 317. That's the guy to look out for. Turner 286, a little resurgent there. Devers only 240 duran is batting 417 he's only 25 for 60 though so a bit of a smaller sample size and then you round out with 235 for kike 159 for tristan casas valdez batting 313 but only in 32 at bats long 284 i mean there's not any numbers that really stick out to you uh besides devers 11 home runs he's been leaving the yard at an alarming rate he's going to be a guy that you have to avoid giving up the long ball to throughout this series not just tonight's game but average wise uh they shouldn't be able to string too many hits together off of Wheeler. I mean, this is an opportunity. It's a solid lineup, but not a lineup like what the Dodgers put together. So you should be able to look at a situation where the Phillies can take advantage of the Boston Red Sox tonight. And that's why I think the ESPN analytics are where they are because I mean Wheeler's numbers are, are just significantly better than Chris Sale. Sale is two and two on the year with a six seven five ERA and a one-four-seven whip in 29 of the third innings pitched. Wheeler is three and one on the year. With a three eight six CRA, a one two two WHIP, and thirty two and two thirds innings pitched, he's been he's been settling down lately. And if he has another good start, those numbers will drop even even further. So Wheeler has established himself, especially with Aaron Nola's struggle uh, in the game against the Dodgers, as the clear top dog on the staff right now. And uh, the Phillies are really going to need him to come through in this game. So a good opportunity now. Looking at the standings, I just also want to take a peek at the standings in the NL East and how this series can affect the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. We'll take a look around the East. Phillies are seven games back on the Braves, but they're right in the mix with the Mets, Marlins, uh, and well, the Nationals are lower on down. But the Braves are twenty-two and ten. The Mets are sixteen and sixteen. The Marlins are sixteen and sixteen. The Phillies are fifteen and seventeen, so they're not too far off a game back from those two. And then the Nationals are thirteen and eighteen. Uh, While the Phillies might feel like they're struggling compared to the Braves, they're pretty on par for those middle teams in the NL East, and they're not too far behind too many teams in the National League in general. So a good opportunity here. Just a look around the NL East. Uh, The Braves start a series with the Orioles tonight. The New York Mets are going to go ahead and start a series with the Colorado Rockies tonight. The Miami Marlins are Finishing off a series, or I guess they're starting a series. They've already started the game, though. They're in the seventh against the Cubs. They're down 3-1, to so shout out Chicago for a little bit of help there. And the Washington Nationals, not that they matter much. They're going the road in Arizona for a series that nobody's going to be watching. But that's a a look around uh, the NL East and what everything is going on there. The Phillies is an opportunity to uh, go ahead and stay in the race there. And listen, they could be – this is another – it goes back to what I was talking about. For the oh, they have plenty of time. The Phillies sweep the Red Sox and the teams in the middle of the division lose two out of three. And the Phillies could be in second place in the NL East by the week, the end of the weekend. They're still fine. They got to write a couple things with the starting pitching, and I talked about that in yesterday's episode. But where they are in the time they have, we're still okay. Bryce Harper's back. He looked really good in the final game against the Dodgers. Hopefully, he'll continue that in today's or tonight's game. And we'll be talking about that rather than the starting pitching on tomorrow's episode. But uh, coming up, we're going to talk about a big night in Philly versus Boston. We'll tell you why you might want to listen to the night's game and uh, give you a bit of a breakdown for the weekend. We'll discuss as we wrap up Locked on Phillies. And I want to tell you about my friends over at so Rare. I mean, SoRare is such an amazing app. You got to go ahead and check this out. Uh, you like fantasy baseball? you get annoyed that it's only once a week, or maybe you're playing fantasy baseball all season long. And the best thing you get is like, I don't know, you have $20 invested and it's just a little bit of money with some buddies? No, you want real prizes and you want quicker games and you want to actually feel like you own the players and everything like that? you got to check out SoRare. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, SoRare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win every epic rewards win or lose you still own your cards and there's no cost to play at all plus you win more you advance more you play in higher level competitions you get better cards you get chances to win better prizes it's awesome so go ahead and check it out i mean mlb game weeks happen twice weekly on so rare a span of like a three to four day cycle and at the end of game weeks uh, so rare mlb managers rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards from scarcity cards to make your team better game tickets merchandise signed jerseys vip experiences like meeting mlb stars i mean prizes obviously they vary depending on this competition but as you move up you get new prizes and you get closer to those big ones and everything off so cool so head to so rare.com slash locked on that's spelled s-o-r-a-r-e.com to draft your team of free player cards set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards again that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today and best part go ahead and uh, get that all checked out Uh, and you'll be able to i mean listen to some of the names that are brought in Uh, juan soto julio rodriguez are both brand ambassadors I mean, this is legit, guys. You have to check out SoRare, and you have to get a chance to win some of those awesome prizes. They're out there dangling and ready for you. Take the time. Try SoRare. See what you can win. I promise you'll be hooked. All right, let's talk about a big weekend matchup between Philly and Boston. The city of Philadelphia is going to be overtaken by Boston fans this week with them coming down, and there's going to be just a ruckus down there at South Philly at the sports complex. So if you're not aware, the Phillies play the Boston Red Sox tonight 7.05 7:05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time you're going to want to listen to that game on the SiriusXM app you're going to hear every pitch of the Phillies hometown broadcast just check out the SXM app and search Phillies in the search bar and it'll bring you right to that broadcast and the reason being is you're going to want to be watching the Philadelphia 76ers tonight i mean the Sixers they have a playoff game against the Boston Celtics at the Wells Fargo Center that game is at 7:30 so there's going to be plenty of overlap between the Phillies and the Sixers so those games go on at the same time and then saturday night you have red sox phillies again that game goes at 7 15 you'll be able to go ahead and check that one out that game's on fox so you can hear the national broadcast so you could listen to that game on uh, the Series xm app as well and then sunday the phillies are at 135 taking on the red sox for the series ender but the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, they also play Sunday. They've got a three thirty tip. So right as the Phillies are going to be getting done, the Celtics and the Sixers are going to be tipping off. So it's a Boston visit weekend here. Five games between two teams with Boston traveling down here. Man, can they go 5-0? Can the Philadelphia teams go 5-0? Can the Phillies sweep the Red Sox? And the Sixers take two from the boston celtics to make that playoff series 3-1 how awesome would that be but the bottom line is there's going to be a lot of celtics fans down for game one or sorry game one it's game three of the series but the game tonight between the sixers and celtics at the wells fargo center they're going to be at the game again sunday but in between saturday well they got nothing to do they're going to check out the red Sox playing the philadelphia phillies so expect to see a lot of boston fans around the ballpark this weekend around the city, around the South Philly sports complex. Let's be on our best behavior folks, but it should be a great environment for some games. It might feel like a little bit more of a high intensity environment. And people might be like, why do these baseball games sound so loud? Why does it sound contentious in here? Well, It's because the Celtics and Sixers are facing off, and there's a lot of bad blood between these cities, and we know how Boston and Philly interact, but uh, a chance for a banner weekend. This is a big anti-Boston weekend, so let's go ahead and lock it down. Need you down there and loud if you're in the Philly area and are going to the games. uh, Hold it down for your city because we have some invaders from Boston coming in, and we got to we got to take care of business this weekend. So a fun one that we'll keep an eye on from both sides uh, as the weekend continues. But that's all for today's Locked On Phillies. Tomorrow we'll be talking a little bit more about Bryce Harper's return to play. Uh, A recap of tonight's game because I know a lot of people are not going to get a chance to see it with the Celtics uh, at Sixers taking off and Cinco de Mayo celebrations and everything. So we'll get into that for anyone who missed it. Plenty of stuff still to get into, but that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for checking out Locked On Phillies part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing, all that good stuff, and I will talk to you tomorrow on the next episode of Locked On Phillies.